0: Watermark's Church Leadership Podcast, a conversation with church leaders for church leaders. My name is Adam Tarno, and I am joined today by my co-host, John McGee. John... You look different. Do what, I? What's different? Are you doing something different with your hair? Did you get a <laughs> stylist? Like, what's going on?
1: <laughs> Which, if people don't know me, they, they would, they'd they be laughing at me. They would, head. yeah. That's that would be, very funny. I have kind of very fun. little hair. <laughs> nothing nothing is different about my hair, but I, I assume what you're alluding at uh, there is that I am back from a sabbatical.
0: You are. You so, just got back from a yes. sabbatical. You were gone for about 10 weeks. Uh, at the time That's of right. this recording, you've been back for about three and a half weeks. That's right. And this is fascinating to me that you did this. I mean, I, I've obviously, I've been your friend for a while. We were... Uh, co-laborers for about 10 years. I've heard you mention, you know, I probably need to take a sabbatical oh, at really? some point. That's interesting. And so you finally did it. And, uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So I got lots of questions that I want to ask you about how you planned it, what you actually did. That's the most fascinating thing to me. Cause I think about if I were ever to take 10 weeks off, there would be so much pressure to like produce something amazing yeah, during right. that that's time. Right. I'd love that's to right. know how you think about all that, but why don't we do this before we dive in uh sabbatical is kind of a weird word, right? Yeah. It's not one of those words that you hear every day. So what is a sabbatical? Let's first define that yeah. before we get into your, well, I'm your sure, you experience.
1: I probably should have looked it up before we even came, but I to <laughs> start talking about it. I don't know, but uh, I just but did one. Yeah, so I think that that's got to come from the Hebrew word, you know, Sabbath, rest, yep. and things like that. So uh, traditionally, you think about in academia, you know, a professor will take... Um, a semester, a year off, and he'll produce papers, or write, or go uh, learn something else. Uh, in church world, a lot of times, uh, you know, pastors uh, or leaders will take uh, a time of rest. You know, it's some kind of a frequency seven, pretty biblical uh, rhythm. It happens um, a lot of times. Yep. Um, for you know various uh, reasons and various lengths of time and some will uh, rest and some will choose to write produce some will work on their sermons for kind of the next you know season uh, things like that and yeah. then increasingly I think in business uh, it's uh, you're kind of seeing that yeah. I, uh, I read a Harvard Business Review article and they said this was two years ago that 17% of businesses today had um kind of sabbatical policies yeah. uh, now and so that that was that was before the pandemic i assume that number is going up like i'm starting to hear more and more about that in kind of all all things business i was actually at a headquarters of a you know a major u s company um their their campus and it was completely shut down last week uh for they called it a mental health uh week, which is yeah, very fall, popular yeah, right now fall under kind of the the broader category of you know rest yeah. and um doing things that are restorative so it, it's an idea that is you know as old as uh, scripture hmm. and, and yet it's probably picking up a little bit of steam, especially coming out uh the pandemic
0: yeah um so uh, you're not in academia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh no offense. Um <laughs> are you're are on church staff, yeah. but you don't have like weekly preaching responsibilities. That's a, that's a fact. Uh you're obviously not in business because we just said that you're in full-time, you know, vocational ministry. So, why for you like what what was some of that where you said, "Hey, I think this is what I need to do right now." Yeah.
1: Well, you know, so uh, there was a podcast we did, um, you know, quite a while ago uh, with with Paul Tripp. He had this line uh, where he said, "The key to effectiveness in ministry is longevity," hmm. which I thought was just such a great line. It's yeah. not about you know running hard and fast; it's about being in this game for a really, really long time. And you know, I thought for me, um, man, if I want to run a really long time, and I plan to. Uh, then I need to make sure that that I've got a sustainable pace. I need to make sure that if there's anything going on on my soul that I that I address it. All those kind of things, um, and not just sprint as you know uh, as fast as I can until like I kind of blow up and can't take it anymore. Right. Um, so that, that's what it was. Um, I think for me there wasn't anything that I felt like that was you know that was broken. Um, but as I got ready to kind of move into that, I thought back. You know, one of the biggest regrets I actually have in ministry is not kind of pushing for that more and yeah. um, and even more often yeah you know, I'm, I've got lots of friends who have at my age have already taken at least two sometimes even three sabbaticals and um, and they talked about the payoff and I thought man I in some ways you know I outproduced you uh, during those those weeks that you were gone but um net net you probably you know were healthier and um, produced more um, just you know you're better said you're more effective yeah. uh, during those times yeah.
0: yeah yeah i might have outproduced you but you still might be winning yeah. right yeah. even right. though you right. because you did that so you know and and as we dig into more of your story here let's just go ahead and talk about a few things we're not going to do yes. uh, in this episode right we're, we're not going to argue and uh put a demand or a should on people that you have to do this uh, we're not going to tell people that if you do one it needs to be a week or a month or three months. What 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 are we going to argue? Yeah, yeah, just
1: I think that uh, that you need to be thinking about uh, kind of that longevity uh, as a goal, and that uh, what you need to be kind of fighting for is sustainable kind of cultures and rhythms in your church or in your organization that will allow you to do that. So whatever that looks like uh, for you, and we could talk about some of the ways we're doing that at Watermark. But this is not uh, one of the episodes where you know we share that we've got the definitive uh, you know take on this. We've been thinking about it for 25 years. We've got lots of white papers. This is
0: not that episode. This is the um, book's about to come. Out, right. go buy it wherever books are sold. <laughs> this is uh, hey, you should think about this if you haven't. And yeah. uh, here's a, here's a couple of thoughts. To yeah. Kind of okay. So now here's where all my curiosity comes yeah. in. Why did you decide to finally do this in 2021? Like I said, you and I worked together for a decade. I probably you know I, I can't remember every conversation we had. But maybe two or three times, maybe as much as five or six years ago, mentioning this. Why in 2021 did you finally say, "Okay, I'm going to do this"?
1: Yeah, so is that Paul trip quote. Yeah, oh, truly, like it it rattled around in my head and my heart for quite a while. And then, secondly, it became this thing: I'm going to have a lot of regrets mm. if I don't do this. Okay. Yeah, so you play the end game and go backwards. What yep. am I? What am I going to be glad that I did? What am I going to regret that I didn't do? Uh, it started to fall into that category. And so that's that's what it was. And I went to the. Uh, elders and said, I, you know, listen, like, if you say no uh, to this, I'm, I'm still going to be here and I'm, I'm, I'm in a good place. And uh, I feel like actually I'm picking up steam. Uh, I was really tired back in January, kind of, you know, after. I don't know why, (laughs) you know, that, that year was a heck of a decade. And, uh, you know, and so, and so I, I was, uh, I was tired then, but I was, I was actually doing really well. And, um, You know, I said, so this isn't like a demand. Uh, This is just something that I want to do. I feel like, because again, I want to finish well, and I think it's the right next step for me. And I think I'm going to regret not doing this. And so, I mean, the conversation was very, very short. They're like, that'd be great. You should go do that. How can we help? Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. We can the posture.
0: Yeah. Did you get any pushback from your team, peers? Obviously you didn't get pushback from the elders when you asked them about this, asked them for permission. No, no, no pushback. Did anybody make fun of you? Uh, like, like I'm weak. What yeah. You, or I'm, like, Oh, what are you going to do? You're just going to go travel for 10 weeks or, <laughs> uh, sure. you're going to go see national park, like whatever, you know, you does know? anybody just go, yeah, right. I'm so, sure. I'm so
1: rested. I just, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I don't keep track of petty, uh, comments. No, I, I'm sure people were just kind of in jest, but I was actually really, really encouraged, hmm. um, to be on this side. Maybe one it made me want to be on the other side of this. So, uh, my team was incredibly, incredibly gracious. Um, and we're just like rejoicing, you know, like, yeah. that's awesome. You should do, that? How can we help? I was so encouraged. All the kind of the leadership around here, you know, our Dallas leadership team, they were like, man, that is fantastic. Go do that. We're excited for you. Not, well, man, what, you know, I'm glad you get one. What yeah. about us? Like, yeah. None of that. And I, I really I found myself going, would I be that gracious, you know, yep. if, if one of my brothers- Is going to be a cost to, to, to this later? Know, yeah. and, and, uh, and I was just, I was really, really uh, encouraged and just grateful. It made, me, it made me more grateful for this place. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So from the moment you got the green light until you actually had your first day off or the first day of the sabbatical, yeah. how long was that? Uh, I think probably about three months. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. So you, you had three months. So- okay, you, you're you thinking about it, you get the courage, you ask for it, they say yes, yep. you pick a date, yep. it's three months out. Were you kind of like, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta come up with this? Was there any pressure that came or sure, fear? Sure, it was
1: a really, really busy season. Yeah, And so there was. Uh, it was like, I, I don't want to just crash into this thing. And um, it, so candidly, that's one of the reasons why uh, I wanted to re- release this in the fall, was mm-hmm. cause a lot of times people will take summer, um, extended times, and I would love people to kind of be more thoughtful about it, yeah. Than, and have a little bit more time than um, than than I did. So I think we, I ended up in a really good place, but it was a little um, little frantic uh, to get there. So okay, uh, except, yeah, it was it was three months. Yeah.
0: So you had that three month time period. Um, did you come up with a plan? Were yeah. you interviewing people or talking yeah. to people? Like what 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 did you do during that three yeah. months? So
1: I think a good good best practice is one: talk to people who have already done this before. Yeah. And just kind of compare notes, you know. And so you just got some really Good wisdom, and you hear things like, Hey, make sure you schedule out the front part of your day. So if you're going to wake up, then what? You okay. Know, so that you don't end up. You know, eating ice cream and watching, you know, Jeopardy all day. I don't Whoa. know. I don't know. I don't that know sounds <laughs> great.
0: Don't knock that.
1: <laughs> Which <laughs> might be, yeah, uh, that, may, that may be your dream come true. Well, Jeopardy
0: uh, comes on later, but anyway.
1: <laughs> but be thoughtful about, you know, how you're going to spend the, the morning. Yeah. Uh, another guy told me, it was so good. He said uh, what he did was he went back and reconnected with everybody that had a significant impact him, mm. on him and um, kind of, you know, think mentors and things yeah. like that and just tell them thanks and, Uh, Catch him up on the journey. Um, So that was really helpful. So, talk talk, talk to folks uh, you can read. And then I actually had someone, you know, I I wouldn't give him this title, but think sabbatical coach. And so it's one of the things he just enjoyed doing, was just helping people get ready for a sabbatical. And so uh, it was really helpful for me uh, just to say, here's what I'm thinking and have him validate it or, you know, uh, tweak it. And if anything, he just kept taking things off my list. And uh, rather than trying to accomplish, you know, which is probably what I'd be prone to do. He's like, I, I just wouldn't try to do all that. You okay. Know? Pick pick one. You yeah. Know? And I'd give him a stack of books and he'd say, well, why don't you start with one and see how it goes? <laughs> I'd start a stack of projects and say, why don't you start with one? Yeah. And uh, that was, that was helpful in and of itself.
0: That's uh, really so, good. Yeah. Okay. So you had the three months. So what did the plan look like? Like, did you have some specific goals? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think,
1: um, if I go again, my hunch is I would, I might actually want to try to produce something, but, uh, decidedly I did not want to produce uh, this time. And, and
0: by produce something, you mean like a book, a
1: book or yeah, be, okay. be on the hook? Like, yep. here's a deliverable when yep. I get back, and um, which I which I think would be great for some people is to say, I'm going to give some dedicated time and space and my heart and my schedule to do this. That's a,
0: but that's it a feels great. very different than what you've described up to this point. So correct. Yeah. Um, so I, I think
1: things that I wanted to do one was rest, mm-hmm. and uh, I just wanted to make sure that I, I I felt rested when I when I got back. Good. Um, I, a really, really big one for me was just to connect with my kids. And so mm-hmm. uh, just to be vulnerable, I, I asked my kids, um, in preparation, I said, tell me what it's like to be with me. And they said, uh, it, the conversation went almost verbatim uh, with all four of them. And they, they started with three, four, like very, very kind, uh, bullet points. I was, I was really encouraged. And then every one of them in their own way said, but dad, you know what? Um, sometimes to talk to you, we, I feel like I've got a take a number in your head. Mm. Like, you'll get to me and you'll give me all your attention, but you're going to work through one or two things in your head before you get to me. Yeah. I thought, oh, shoot, like, I don't want that to be the case. And so Mm. I want to connect with them, give them undivided attention. Uh, So we did that. Um, There were some things, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I looked back and looked forward. And so at 25 years of ministry, you know, that I I just reflected on all of it. What were my gifts and where did I, uh, where did I see God show up and what was I grateful for? What did I... Regret um, doing as I think about kind of the future. What would that uh, look like? And then uh, just kind of tend to my own soul. Mm. You know, again, um, I I imagined there's some days I would wake up and I would imagine just kind of giving my heart like an MRI. Like Mm. I'm I'm going through one of those MRI machines. Yeah. And just say, God, what do you see that doesn't honor you? And I just like I don't care how big, how small. Um, how much I don't want to deal with it. If you'll point that out, I will be faithful as much as I can to kind of deal with that. And so, thought a lot about motives. I thought a lot about uh, what I wanted to be known for. Um, thought a lot about about faithfulness. Uh, prayed, you know, uh, for this this church. Um, that I would finish well, my marriage, my kids, uh, all those kind of things. And then there was some forgiveness that I needed to do mm-hmm. and and it, it hadn't bubbled up to the point where it was going to be debilitating, but I really needed to make sure that I just kind of drove a stake in that. Yeah, And, um, and I, I feel like, in, in hindsight, I feel like all those things happened.
0: Yeah, that was a good conversation between you and I. And I really appreciate you reaching out to me on that one. So uh, no, I'm kidding. You <laughs> didn't. Uh, we tried to play I, golf and it didn't happen. I did. Uh, yeah. We did. Yes. We did try, but I got to play with Robbie Rice, so that was good too. Upgrade. Um, okay, so that's... Uh, Here's what I like about this. And again, people that listen to this podcast for a long time, I mean, it's kind of this weird relationship that they can have with us because it's, you know, they're just listening to us. But I've known you for close to 20 years. Um, You like to get stuff done. I mean, you are a productive guy. You like to do things. And this was this hard because this doesn't feel very, uh, this doesn't feel on brand for John McGee, (laughs) right? (laughs) And uh, what I would have expected to have heard was okay, this epic trip. And then I'm gonna take a week off, then this epic trip, and then I'm gonna take a week off and this epic trip. And the epic trips are not like, oh, I'm gonna to go to Florida and it would be I'm gonna go hike this mountain that nobody even knows exists, right? Or and then I'm gonna go hang glide over here. You know, that's you. You love right, these adventures right. and you love this activity that gives you life. This is different. Yeah. Your plan. Well, that was that stuff was in there too. Okay. Yeah. That okay. stuff
1: was in there. And so uh and I can't remember what conversations we've had, but so, yes, I mean, I, we took some pretty, pretty amazing uh, trips. Um, uh, I got to see a, an active volcano, you know, that's and, what I, that's that, on brand for John <laughs> McGee. That's what I'm talking but, about but here. But how about this? How about this? Um, so I went back. Uh, so I saw it with my family. I went back the next night and uh, it actually didn't erupt. And so I'm up here on this the side of this mountain looking at this volcano that's now dormant and nobody is up there. So you would say, man, what a failure. And instead, I just sat there, and um, you know, just journaled and thought mm. and wrote and and prayed. And then I, uh, truly, what I'd want to do is ten weeks of the craziest things you could find to do on the planet, right? And uh, and purposely, I throttled back. Good. And uh, and I would, I'd, you know, would schedule times uh, at home, and I would wake up and I would read my Bible and I would, uh, journal, think, you know, um, spend time with the, my family in the afternoon, workout till I passed out. You know, yeah. I didn't have to. I didn't have to be on, uh, later that night or in the morning. And so I would just destroy myself and, uh, and, and all that was, uh, that was fun. And so I just, I tried not to, um, and tried not to be on the go, even though truly that's what I wanted to do.
0: Yeah. Uh, Were you, so work relationships and that's so different for you and your role because your work and your life are so intertwined with what you're doing. Did you stay connected with work relationships because these are your friendships too? Yeah. Did you talk to those people or I, did you kind of cut yourself off?
1: A little bit, a little bit. So, um there was a there was a retreat my immediate team did and um you know, they they said I asked them kind of my their concerns and what the, what they wanted from me, you know, uh, before, during and after. And they said we'd love to stay connected with you relationally. We're going to go do this retreat. Could you just come out? And uh, you don't have to teach. You don't have to do anything. Could you just be with us? Yeah. We'll actually keep the work stuff uh, out. And so I went, and that was, that was really, really awesome. fun. And so I would try to see some friends. And they were—it was really interesting. I felt like I had— uh, a disease that they were being mindful of, and uh, they uh, would they would not let me in on what was going on. Uh, interesting, and uh, and they really were just trying to do it. Yeah, you know, be helpful. Yeah, and be very kind. To Serve me. you, and yeah. and, uh, and so they just were like, "Hey, we're not talking about work, but how are you doing?" Yeah, and um and which was which was really fun to be on the receiving end of just kindness and service. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, so now let's let's turn this around, and somebody is is listening to this, and they're they're going, "Okay, I think I think I can do this, right? I think yeah. I, I want to do this. I'm going to put some plans in motion, maybe for the." first part of the year or at the end of this year. Uh, what would be some advice that you would give? How, how should somebody approach this, especially the first time? Let's talk yeah. to that first time person because that's what you've been through. Yeah. What are some things they should think about?
1: I think first of all, you need to know why. You yeah. have to have, to that's have a really reason. really
0: good. You can just,
1: yeah. <laughs> I just want more vacation weeks. Uh, you know, so you need to have something kind of else. A reason. Have
0: your why so when you ask for it, yeah. you've you got know? an answer. And so whoever yeah. it is,
1: that, you know, even if you're a, the senior pastor that you're kind of running that by, Here, here's what I'm trying to do. So make, make sure you uh, kind of understand that and know what you want to accomplish. So again, like now. I will tell you on the back end of mine, I didn't, I didn't feel like I'd produced anything. It was a little unsettling for me. And I called my brother and he goes, well, that wasn't the goal of why you uh, took this time. And he Mm -hmm. goes, your goals. And he rattled them off. He goes, sounds like you did that man, it sounds like it was a success. And that's right. So you need to make sure that you're clear on uh, kind of on your goals and your and your why. Um, and then you just need to start putting the plan, what, you know, if you kind of get your yes and start putting the plan uh, into practice and make sure that you think about uh, those that that's going to impact. Yeah. Okay? So uh, one of the first things I did was just say, guys, I've got a green light to do this. I think actually... I said, I'm going to ask for this, and I assume that it'll be a go, but are you guys okay Mm that I do that? And they said yes, and so then I said, great, I'm I'm good to go. Uh, Now let's talk about what that's going to mean to you. What's the impact going to be, and um, how can I serve you um, before uh, that? And then let's talk about kind of rules of engagement when I do get on there. And so, so we just kind of talked through uh, some of those things and um, really, I I tried to empower them and it was, man, it was awesome. Those guys did incredible. I think it's one of the, uh, one of the reasons that businesses, um, you know, are looking at this is not only for the the individual, but also what it does to, to give other people an opportunity to lead or to think or, you know, those kind of things. So one of the, there's a, um, uh, a group that reports up uh, to us and they had a ton of hiring Mm -hmm. decisions that you know, a ton of hires that I would have normally had to kind of speak into. And they did all of that. <clears> and they, I think the wins kind of went on their scoreboard and they, I got back and they're like, well, we don't even need you. And I was like, I, you know, I, I agree. <laughs> um, so that, that was good. Um, just kind of helping them think through, um, you know, what, what they needed, uh, what they needed to think through in, in my absence and then making sure that all of my things were done yep. beforehand. So that yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to button up everything and not leave anything that uh, is, is important to you undone. Uh, and then you know you put together your plan and be thoughtful uh, about it. What begin with the end in mind. What do you want to be true uh, of you after you know if you if it was two weeks, if it was four weeks, if it was twelve. Uh, what do you want to be uh, true and kind of work your way uh, backwards. We talked about some of that, and then just think through some of the practical uh, mm. things. So uh, like one of them is just out of office, and so my out of office reply essentially said, I will never see this email and uh, if you want to um, you know if you want to uh, reach out I'll be back here if it's urgent or you want to make sure that uh, that I see this uh, will you email my admin so she just kind of collected uh, those and sent them to a separate uh, email address but when I got back in I just Went to that inbox and nuked the whole thing. Oh, I bet that felt amazing. Is <laughs> that amazing? You would pay money to feel what. How I many felt times right did there. you have
0: to hit delete for it to? Well, you just I, multiple whatever, screens or is whatever there a?
1: Button? It was, no, it was. But it took t- it took a long time to kind of keep scrolling so through. Good. And, yeah, it was. It was pretty magical. Golly, is that what's the jealous. highlight? What's the highlight of your year? It was. It was, <laughs> it was that it was coming that, back yeah. and nuking your <laughs> yeah, emails. Yeah. So just just thinking about um, the, all those kind of things, I think in terms of kind of practically. Um, and we talked about kind of the plan uh, already. Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah. So you got to get your team ready. I like that. I mean, it's, it's such a practical thing. It can't just be, uh, emailing everybody on Monday. Oh, by the way, (laughs) I'm out for 10 weeks, (laughs) right? You can't, you can't do that. So there are some practical things to think about. Obviously the plan for yourself. Um, okay. Let's, let's now go back to, here you are, you're three and a half weeks back. Um, big, broad question. here. Did Did you learn anything?
1: Did I learn anything? Yes. Um, but I think also it was a, as much recalibration as it was uh, learning. I like so, that. So things like, um, like I talked about being present, right? And so um, it was a, it was just an issue of degree. Mm. Uh, I think I, my kids would say, "Yeah, you were present," but like you're much more so. Yeah. Uh, or others just kind of being, uh, being present, um, making sure again, like I can move towards people um, and just be for them and not need anything from them and not you know just mm. really going. I can't can't use people or see people as an ends to something that I want to pull off, you know, and I've just felt like I just kept going over and over any kind of motives that were not gut honoring Mm. in my, um, and during that time. And so, yeah, I did some, uh, did some reading and, um, you know, kind of read uh, probably five, six books, something like that. Some about things that didn't even, you know, weren't even completely germane, read about trauma. Right. And so, uh, and I think, you know, probably another, another episode, but I, I think that when we think about discipleship a lot of times we don't account for trauma. Mm. And it made me just rethink about some of the conversations I've had with people, yeah. you know, it's, uh, we would never say this but just try harder, pray more, Get over mem- memorize these Bible verses, God's yeah. good, right? Yeah. Which, all those things are true and you probably should, you know, at some level be thinking about each one of those, but if someone has a traumatic event in mm. their life and uh, it's stored in their, you know, in their nervous system, yeah. there's there's it's a little more nuanced yeah. than that. So just there was lots of little things like that, but um uh, but I, I think it was more who I became or yeah. who I recalibrated back to yeah. um than uh than learnings.
0: That's great. Uh so what's life like now? I mean again we're only three and a half weeks in, so you reserve the right to change your answer, but Uh, Later, as as more time goes by, but but how is life now? What what are you feeling? What are you thinking? Are you glad you did it?
1: Yeah, I think I did. Do you feel more rested? Do you feel more uh, present? I think uh, it gives you time to think about the most important things and not just the daily grind of of Mm. tasks. You step back. That's good. So if you have a business or a ministry or a church, a family, stepping back and thinking about that which is most uh, important is really really good. Uh, But I would say, like. You know, you still bring you to uh to the situation and mm. things don't really uh, change while you're gone. And so the very you know, here I was talking about all this time about motives and, and things like that. Um and I, I think people around me would, wouldn't have said that was a really big issue, but I just wanted to make sure that it was. And I'm I'm telling you, like six hours back, I have a meeting <laughs> and uh, it becomes apparent that I'm not gonna get the thing that I want at the speed that I want. And I get really frustrated. Oh. You know, and I went home that night and I was like, I'm darn it, you know, I thought I was like done with this yeah. and I'm not, mm-hmm. and I'm still, I'm still in process. And I was able to say all those things that you prayed, let's just pray them again. Yep. And, um, you know, you can still achieve and, and honor God, but don't get bent out of shape if you don't. And those kind of things. So, uh, so it did not all go away. Um, one, one thing for me, I, I want to talk to leaders. Um, I think some people come back and they maybe they're burned out and that's why they need a sabbatical, which is, which is fine. But you need to make sure that you address kind of the fundamental issues that led to that burnout. And so the the metaphor I had, which wasn't true for me, but I've seen it for many, is they're on a treadmill, you know, on level 10 and they're exhausted. You know, they're huffing and puffing. They step off for a sabbatical and they catch their breath everything's amazing. And then they hop back on and in no time at all, they're exhausted again. Yeah. Right. And it wasn't that they needed a longer rest. It wasn't, that they needed more times of rest. Their, their treadmill was just turned on the, on a setting that was not sustainable. Mm. And so maybe there was conflict or maybe there was, you know, uh, an issue of, you know, not empowering other people or, or whatever it was, there's systemic issues that need to be addressed. And sometimes on a sabbatical, you can see that and, and address it. And, but if not, you're going to be right back where you yeah. are. And so it, um, a sabbatical is just not a magical cure for burnout or really a ma- magical cure for anything. Anything, really. Um, you got to make sure that you're dealing with those those fundamental issues. But I want to make sure I said that to leaders. Yeah? That's
0: good. So obviously this idea of Sabbath is um, all throughout Scripture. Has this changed any of your perspective on the weekly Sabbath, or, or ways to rest along the way, and and maybe turn down that that achievement yes. you know thing that's in all of us at times.
1: It was really really funny. There was uh, one of the things I did was I went to uh, you, you know kind of like a group a group experience, and one of the things you did was you turned in your cell phones and your laptops, so you had no connection to the outside world at all. Period. Six days. Wow. Unbelievable. People were freaking out on the front end of that. I watched people like in sheer panic, you know, turning their phone off, making their last phone call. And what's interesting is they had that same panic uh, afterwards, like, oh, no, I'm about to get that thing back. Mm. You know, so um, the the whole thing was fascinating. And so you have no technology. No. And so you're just with people. And I made a comment to this uh, this woman. She was Jewish. And I said, boy, this makes me want to just, you know, buy a range in Montana, bring my friends up and say, put, put all your uh, electronics yeah. in the vault and, uh, and just be with people and rest. And she goes, it's called Shabbat. <laughs> so it was just <laughs> like, totally hey, took you Hey, to school. yeah. Hey, little Gentile boy, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you've got the same Bible I do. And, uh, you know, you know, the answer to this one. And it really, it, it really stuck with me. You know, she's like, you don't, you don't need a sabbatical, uh, if you're practicing regular rhythms. So, so yes. And that would be, I think the the, what next for a lot of people would be, Hey, just to think about your, your weekly, uh, rhythms would be, would be one, uh, think about, you know, simple taking all your vacation, whatever, whatever it is, make sure that you, Take your yeah. vacation. It's a provision from God, and make sure that you uh, that you use that wisely to do things that are fun, but also to rest. Um, you know, think about your organization. What is it that you need to kind of push through to the extent that you have. Uh, influence and and so we're still trying to figure out our sabbatical policy. There's someone else that will probably be rolling into one uh, soon. We had uh, someone took they said a month for them this summer would have been great. That was that was awesome. But one of the things we did for our whole staff uh, this summer was we gave uh, during during one month we gave them a half day uh, every week, and it was the the category the big umbrella was rest. But one day, uh, one of those half days, they were supposed to do something um, where they just kind of reconnected with the hobby. They did their hobby for a half a day. Um, another uh, half day, they were to do something around relationships. So mm. people visit their families or friends or things like that. Uh, another one was kind of ministry plans to kind of think and plan. And then another one was just kind of spiritually, just make sure you grab your Bible and, and journal and pen. So we kind of institutionalized that. And said, wow. this, guys, this is a value yeah. uh, for us. And so there, you can do that. Uh, and then also just think about... Yeah, how you want to handle sabbaticals more in a more formal way uh, as a church and at what frequency and what length and could you even could you even like bless guys as they go some people some churches will give guys stipends, uh, which I think is really hmm. really some you know a lot of times pastors make next to nothing and uh, it's just a really unique opportunity for them to do something fun for yep. them or their family or things like that so just just think about all that but to your point, Adam, think about uh, what you're gonna do each week yep. each day uh, you know divert uh daily withdraw weekly abandon annually or every seven years whatever it is right <laughs> think think rhythms and um, and make sure you don't you know you don't come in completely exhausted into your sabbatical yeah you yep. want to you want to have a life of rest and faith and it really is a, it's a life of faith I think is the idea of Sabbath is you're you know in, in the Old Testament you're gonna work six days while your competitors work seven hmm. and you're gonna say I tr- as I as I shut it all down and I put on nice clothes and light candles and cook big meals I'm by faith, I'm saying, God, you're going to provide, yep. and, um, and and your way is better, and, and Leviticus 25 talks about just kind of letting land go fallow, and you go, but that's a really, really bad business move, and God says, I will more than make it up for you. I'll give you a kind of a 3X return, so you're not going to go hungry and this idea that
0: Are we had a Chick-fil-A shareholder meeting right now. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> is, is that did you is that the organization you were at? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no.
1: But they probably yeah, they probably could say that more eloquently than, yeah. than I can. But um but that's all throughout scripture and I think sometimes as evangelists we just want to uh, in a good way. We 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 see that life is short and that's good and we should we should lay it all out. But um, God also wants us to rest, and it's a
0: lack of faith if we don't. Mm, you're exactly right. So, okay, if you were going to look back, just two more questions. You're going to look back on your career and just being in full-time vocational ministry. If, I, like, Let's just dream the ideal right now. After how many years— Do you think it would be, that's probably would have been a really good time to take Yeah,
1: I think, I think as I look back, probably five to seven years, um, and sometimes five and sometimes seven for me. And that's again, like
0: there's nothing prescriptive about this podcast at all. Yeah. It was just your, your opinion on that. That's good. Okay. And then, um, last one, I, am sure there's somebody listening right now that's just going, no way. Like I, I can't do this. I can't leave my team. Uh, my church can't afford this. Uh, I just, they're, they tuned us out and uh, i don't know maybe they're not even listening right now but let's assume they still are uh, what would you say to that person who just thinks there's not there's not any way i can do this
1: yeah well i would say i wouldn't argue for anything um, you know prescriptive here on on time i would argue for more uh, a mindset uh, mm. of rest and uh, absolutely I, I know people who have done ministry for 50 60 years with no sabbatical yep and um, they've taken you know, they've taken a vacation or two, and they just they live they live a life of it's an ongoing life of faith. And um, but I would pray, I would talk, I would I would uh, try to make that available to other people. And um, and if you are you know you're an elder or you have some some type of sway over what happens, I would definitely argue that a senior pastor uh, in a church will benefit from some type of stepping uh, away. And yep. um, there's just. Um, all all roles are important in the body of Christ, yes, but there's something unique about that role, Um, the amount of weight that that uh, that position carries, the amount of um, just decisions, the amount of just all the bad news, all the problems, it just funnels up into that one inbox and really to uh, one person's shoulders. And I would say if anybody needs one, um, it's kind of a hot take, I would, you know, if I'm I'm an elder tomorrow at a church and I'm, I'm, you know, you and I, start a business together, I would argue that our senior pastor needs something like this. I like that. And, uh, and I would also look to roll it down to the broader staff. Good
0: call to yeah. action. Well, John, knowing you for a long time, I'm glad you did it. Um, you, I don't know if this is the right way thing to say, but I you deserved it, right? You deserve some of that time off. You, you deserve some rest. I'm really uh, just excited for you. And I'm grateful that you got to do this Thanks. and you got to experience this. You got to... I mean, there's so many takeaways here. The, the question that you asked your kids, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody listening right now. That's still messing with them yeah. to go. What is it like to be around me? That practical list of what you guys are doing on the half days off yeah. uh, that. That's going to be yeah. a great takeaway. And then just, I like what you're saying. Be thoughtful about this. Yeah. Be thoughtful about it. And, um and yeah, then for those that are listening that are not on staff, but they do have influence with mm-hmm. their, their local church fight for this, for your senior yeah. pastor and your, and some of your staff that's been around a long time. This could really help set up for longevity, yeah. as you talked about. So, yeah. okay. well done.
1: Can I say one other thing? Like yeah. if you, um here's, here's one of the reasons why some churches don't do sabbaticals is because they've got this history of um, we granted a guy a sabbatical, he came back and he quit. And uh, my hunch is he didn't make that decision or she didn't make that decision, either one, uh, during that time. They had Mm. made that previously, and they used that time to kind of dust off their resume and make uh, make contacts. So I would say have the integrity um, to to be honest, if if that's what's going on or yeah. you've got a sabbatical policy and you know, you know it's it's coming up and you're gonna wait to kind of make all those connections and you know start your next thing, uh don't don't do that. Yep. Um, you know, or do so um in, in good faith and say say that out loud. Um and I, I feel like that's a that's a bad stewardship of a of a church's or organization's resources to kind of help you um, you know, the guise of helping you, they you really are kind of uh, doing something that would work counter purposes to what, yeah. uh, to, to what they do. And and then Adam, I would just say, thanks to you, um, you know, uh, as I was talking about people that were just really kind and encouraging is you want to have friends like Adam Tarno And uh, so, A, I remember you being incredibly, you, you were really intrigued. You were like, I was talking about a land that you'd never even heard you're of. Going you're going to Narnia. You just like your head was cut. <laughs> and there's like, volcanoes there. Yeah, I was there? like, "What are you doing?" Uh, so, uh, but you were genuinely excited. And then I remember I called you and I said, "Hey, I've got to get a bunch of podcasts. You know, mm-hmm. one so oh, my, my list to do is is this." And uh, and you said, "Man, I'm really busy." Um, and so we kept talking. You said, "But if I did this, would this help you?" Uh, shut it all down and get to your, um, sabbatical, like, you know, without any open loops. And I said, it would, and you go, I'm in. Mm. And so, uh, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I know it cost you, you know, whenever that was, uh, months ago, just just to kind of bundle all those up, but I, but I really appreciated uh, that and I appreciate your friendship. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I mean, I filed for bankruptcy, but whatever. So it's, uh, it was all good. It was all worth it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It all worked out. John, fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing your story. If you guys have any questions or comments on John's story or what we talked about today or any topics you'd like for us to consider for future episodes, you know how to get in touch with us. That's email us at clp@watermark.org. That's all we've got for today. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again next time.